For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. I'll go to the seventh inning. Cougars leading 7-3. And the hitter for BYU will be Jackson Clough. Clough, uh, two for two. They intentionally walked him his last time up. And Clough uh, lifts one to center field. Center fielder coming hard. Had a hard time picking that one up off the bat. Makes the catch. Hirsch for out number one. So one pitch, one out for the Cougars here in the seventh. And Austin Deming, who was 0 for 2, but had a big walk his last time up, will come to the plate. Had a walk to kind of extend that inning. And he was at first base, and when they tried to, catcher tried to throw him out, threw the ball into the right field corner, two runs scored. Deming ended up at third base on the play. Yeah, it might have been a, a back pick, the third out. Could have been. Yeah, and ends up turning into two more runs. So Deming was scrambling to get back to the bag. I know that. It would have been close. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Austin. That's down low for ball two. Both starters out of the ball game, both Agnew and uh, Easton Walker. Uh, Walker cannot win the game. He only went four innings. So Jared Lesser right now, the uh, pitcher of record for BYU, and he's coming in and throwing two scoreless innings. There's a ball down, hit down to Sheer. He makes the play and makes a great throw to first base for the out. Shear continues to be impressive down there at the hot corner, and Ryan Sapiti steps in. You know, he doesn't have the best arm in the world. He just gets it there. But, boy, accurate. boy, is his glove special. And he just, like you said, is accurate. He just gets it there. Two men out. And Ryan Sapiti, he walked, was grounded out, and struck out looking. This, if you're a Sapiti here, you're trying to just hit, hit, a, over the monster. hit as far as you can. Ryan takes that pitch inside for a ball. Replay showed on his called strike three that it was a really good frame job by Cooper Yule. That that ball was down and away that he was able to bring back and get it called. One and all the count. Pitch from Mora is fouled off. Well, Sapiti, you know, for his first start in, what, six weeks, he's he looks comfortable up there, looks confident. Yeah. He does. And as we've talked, there's there's some couple of positions open here on this BYU team right now. If he right can now. find a way to get a big hit, he might just get ran back out there again yeah. tomorrow. 1-1 one, one pitch. Sapiti fouls that one off. And the count now 1-2 and two on the freshman out of uh, Las Vegas, Bishop Gorman High School product. Cougars come in, 13-6 and six in the conference, leading the regular season. And this would be a huge win for the Cougars who were able to hang on here. So Petey checks the swing, went around, and he goes out for the second time in the ball game. And the Cougars are retired in order here in the seventh. We're go to the bottom of the seventh, 7-3. Seven, Cougars leading LMU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Well, on you as we go to the bottom of the seventh, we to the four-run lead. Ewell 0 for 2, ground out and a strikeout. And Jared Lesser on the hill. First pitch is uh, outside, ball one. One ball, no strikes. And the pitch is over for a strike, one and one. Ball and a strike to Cooper Ewell. And the pitch is ball hit hard but foul down the third baseline. Cougars got two in the second, four in the fifth, one in sixth. LMU with a one in the first, one in the third, one in the fourth. Both teams with just six hits, and uh, the telling tale is uh, LMU with three errors 
in the ball game. That provided the Cougars a bunch of runs to give them the, the lead. Funny how things can flip, right? We had the big errors last the, night that yep. cost us three three runs, and we lose in the two to one ball game. And here they are, three errors gives us four runs, five actually. Yeah, two balls and two strikes to Cooper Ewell. Curve ball up, four ball three. Well, again, got to come at them right here. Four run lead, bottom of the seventh. Don't want to give the nine hole a free base with their good guys coming up next. Jared Lesser, young man out of Price, Utah. There's a ball hit right back to Lesser on two hops. He's got he kind of slipped and came up and threw him out. Yes, he did. I got nervous that he was going to fall down. <laughs> this time of night, the grass, yeah. that little dew in the air, Top of the, the marine layer. Nick Sogard now, the shortstop, steps in. Sogard has grounded out, singled in a run in the third, and flown out to right field. One man out, and Sogard, a left-handed hitter, steps in and takes the first pitch outside and high for ball one. Sogard will be followed by Oyama. Her ball out and one drops in over the outside corner. Boy, Jared Lesser really painting the corners with that uh, off-speed breaking pitch. Doing a good job, just what the, the doctor ordered here for BYU. Yeah, he's come in and he's been fantastic so far. Here's the 1-1. That's down low ball two. You know, Lesser was starting a ton of games early. I think he had three or four starts early in the year. And uh, I think it was actually five that he started. Yeah, I know that he had. No, six. He started yeah. six six games, two wins and a loss, 4.19 earned run average. And really his biggest problem in those starts, besides one, was just the first inning. 2-1 pitch. That's way high for ball three. pitch, and the Cougars uh, running around the dugout out there, running back to the bullpen behind the dugout. Little looper. Fluff going out. Shortstop in comes Jelich, and he's not able to get there. Good, great effort by Danny. But no chance to make the catch on just that little looper out over the shortstop Clough's head for a single. Yeah, he gave every, every ounce of energy to go catch that ball. And if McIntyre wasn't, because that ball actually landed in shallow left center, if McIntyre wasn't playing shade in the line, he might have had a chance to get there. But, boy, he went a long ways and almost made that play. Boy, when I saw Danny jump and dive, you just worry. And, look, he's out there kind of working his shoulder around right now as he had that injury a couple of weeks ago. Boy, I hope he's okay. Oyama steps in with one man out. Cougars double play depth in the infield. And Jared Lesser's first pitch to Oyama. That ball's hit into right field, base hit. Brock Hale up with it. We'll get it back in quickly. Oh, here we go. Back to back. First and second. Back back, back to back singles now with one out, and you got the big dogs coming up in a four run ball game. And McLaughlin is throwing in the pen. He's been up. It's not going to take him long to get ready. Well, no, it's going to take one of the defensive visits you get in the game. Give McLaughlin a little more time to warm up. There is one man out. Runners at first and second. Sogard can really run well. So can Oyama at first. And Shear hit a solo shot. His first at-bat today, so things are starting to get interesting again, Brent. Brandon Shear homered in the first, flew out center field in the third, struck out in the fifth, and Mike Littlewood out, and I think we are going to get a new pitcher for the Cougars. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with McLaughlin on the hill for BYU right after this on your new skin BYU radio network. 
This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Reed McLaughlin into the ball game. Five wins, a loss, three saves for McLaughlin, a 1.74 earned run average. Opponents are hitting 207 against the freshman out of Scottsdale. He has been outstanding this year for the Cougars in 41 innings. Has given up 30 hits, but only nine runs, nine walks, 37 strikeouts from McLaughlin. This kid has been lights out as a freshman. Yeah, he's been really good. And, boy, do they need him right now when you're facing the next two guys in this lineup. McLaughlin, 1.74 earned run is the best among nation's freshmen and 18th overall in the entire nation. Well, here we go. Brandon Shearer steps in, runners at first and second base. One man out, Cougars with a four-run lead, bottom of the seventh. And McLaughlin's first pitch to Shearer is inside ball one. Shearer up, and then uh, the the big guy, Trevin Mascara. Shearer with a solo shot in the first inning, his first of the year. And here is McLaughlin's pitch, fouled out of play. One and one the count. Yeah, you're looking for a double play ball right here. Strikeout or double play ball because this is their their chance right here to get back in the game with these two hitters right here, Brent. Yeah, you get these two guys up, especially with guys on the base paths. And Reed McLaughlin on the hill here in relief. Here's the 1-1, one, one, a swing and a miss, 1-2. and two. McLaughlin, the freshman, 5'10", 165, out of Desert Mountain High School in Scottsdale. Yeah, that fastball running away. Schreer way, way big time pulled off on that. Throw that one again. McLaughlin has the best whip of any freshman in the nation, 34th overall at .94. It would be the best and third best in BYU history with 40 innings pitched. Five wins, three saves for the young man. And here is the pitch. Mm. Well, again, same pitch mm. just off the plate, and you can see that ball riding away yeah. from that left-handed hitter. Yeah, great spot right there. 2-2 now. Go to your best pitch. Two balls, two strikes, one out. And McLaughlin has got the sign. Here's the 2-2 pitch to uh, Brandon Shearer. Just inside for a ball. Shearer was kind of hanging out over the plate, almost hitting, but that was almost a strike. Yeah, that's a kind of weird one there. It looked like it was almost strike three, just in. Well, you don't want to walk him, Brent. You don't want to walk him because the guy on deck can tie it up with one swing. Here you go. Big pitch right here. McLaughlin again, 3-2. And the pitch to Shearer. There's a ball hit out to Clough. Could be two. He's got it. Steps on the back. Throws the first in time for the double play. As Jackson Clough, well, I'll tell you, short hop, tough play for Clough on a ball hit hard. That's big time. Jackson's uh, second double play of the ball game, and LMU is retired here in the seventh. No runs, two hits, no errors, one man left. We are through seven complete. 7-3, Cougars leading LMU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Which leads it off for the Cougars as we are in the top of the eighth. 1-1 the count on Jellis. Let's, let's go back and talk about that great play by Jackson Clough. He had to short hop the ball, had to go back, step on the bag at second, and make the throw to first. Very difficult play by Clough. Yeah, and he made it look so easy. My goodness. One ball, one strike to Jelilich. The pitch is outside, ball two. Two and one the count to the Cougar center fielder. He'll be followed by Carson Matthews and then the top of the order and Brian Sue. Cougar seven runs on just six base hits as uh, Jelilich fouls that one off. 
Boy, again, Danny pitched way inside. Came up and hit him on the thigh. Looks like he's okay. You know, I saw him kind of moving that shoulder around in the outfield on that last dive. Cougars defensively ranked 21st in the nation in double plays. They've turned two here tonight. Both started by Clough. Pitch is a little bit low for ball three. Kyle Mora, who came in in relief, is 1-0 on the year with a 3.37 earned run average. Yeah, he's done a good job. Retired the Cougars in order in the seventh. And here is the 3-2 pitch from Kyle Mora. Jelilich hammers one left field. Oyama's not going to get that one. So Danny Jelilich with a single to lead off the eighth. Danny's hit the ball hard twice here tonight. Yeah, you know, for him, it's all about pitch selection. When he swings at strikes, he usually puts a really good swing on it. But he just gets a little outside himself at times, and uh, that's when he struggles. But when he's in the zone, I'm telling you, Brent, this fall, it was special how good of a hitter he was. It's like this guy is going to be the best. He He might be a first-round draft pick because that's how good he was this fall. He has all the tools to be great, and he's the best human being in the world, too. He's a fantastic kid. Now we'll see if they bunt here or try to let Jelich steal a base. Matthews squares the bunt, takes a pitch right down the heart of the plate for a strike. Yeah, smart, smart. I like it. Let's bunt here. Give Sue a chance to drive in a run. I even like a push-bunt call here. Get it past the pitcher, and you get a hit out of it. Matthews with an 0-1 count. And here's the pitch. Matthews bunts this one down the first base side. Pitcher picks it up, throws the first just in time to get Matthews. Good play by Mora. And the great execution of the sacrifice there by Matthews. We talked about the Cougars' inability to to do that during this series, but Matthews pulls that one off perfectly. One man out and Sue with an RBI opportunity. Brian is 0 for 4 today. He is 1 for 8. And the two games played here so far. He has smashed some balls today, too. My goodness. Jelilich, pretty good lead at second base. And the pitch is down low, ball one. Danny doesn't need much of a lead to score. I'm, no, I'm not kidding you. I, I, since the Jacob Hanneman days, I have never seen anybody that can run. And both those guys are big guys. They're both 6'3, 6'4, 200 pound kids. You, I mean, you look at Jelly, and it's it's a big league body, and it's special. He can really, really run. Here's the 1-0 to Sue. Ball fouled out of play. I just feel for him because he's just always battling. And he's got a little hereditary back issue that he's been battling, and then he had the shoulder injury when he was given everything he possibly could to catch a ball for the team. Man, But if he can stay healthy and just get consistent, it's he's a special, special player. A ball and a strike. One man out and a runner in scoring position. Cougars up 7-3. to three. How about the pedigree in that family? Yeah, there's been three of them that yeah, can his, really play. His brother Jeff was a first-rounder at UCLA. His brother Matt played at Pepperdine. Yeah. Cougars yes. saw Matt Jelich a lot in his career. Very good player. There's a ball by Sue. Hit out to the shortstop. Sogard picks it up and throw to first for the out. So Sue unable to pick up uh, the base runner. And uh, Brian now 0 for 5 in the game. Two men out. And Noah Hill, who's 0 for 2. He's had a pair of walks his last two times up. I'm looking at my chart here, Brent, and here we are in the eighth inning with two outs, right? And this is only the third time this game that we've had a runner in scoring position and two outs. So basically that means every runner that's been in scoring position today has scored. Now, has it been because of the hit? No, there's been some errors. But, I mean, to only have three opportunities is it's kind, of a, kind of an impressive night. Two outs, Jelic at second base, and Hill looking for his first hit. He had two hits last night. And usually pretty good batter with a guy in scoring position, two men out. 
Jason Gill, the head coach out, and we are going to get a new pitcher for LMU. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with more Cougar baseball action right after this on your new skin BYU radio network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Mark Bicklenberg into the ball game. He is a left-hander. Big kid, 6'8", 205-pounder out of Portland, Oregon. He comes in. Two men out here, top of the eighth. And he will face Noah Hill. Finklenberger has uh, one win, three losses on the year. This will be his ninth appearance. 8.71 earned run average. He's thrown 10 innings, given up 11 hits. Opponents hitting 268. And Noah Hill steps in, trying to pick up that base runner at second base in Danny Jelilich. Boy, that is a big kid out there, Brent. I can't believe how tall he is. Hinklenberg. First pitch to Noah Hill. There's a ground ball. Slowly hit out toward third. Third baseman picks it up, throws the first, gets away from the first baseman, and Jelilich is going to score. Another run and another error on this LMU team on the throw. Shear picked it up barehanded, short hop the first baseman. That's a tough Hill play. Been out. Barehand play on a swinging bunt. But, uh, again, that's speed right there for Jell. That scores a run. So the Cougars add insurance. They now lead 8-3. to three. And Ascara did a good job. Popped in and out of his glove, but it was a tough play for him and Shearer on the uh, the swinging bunt right there. And the first pitch to uh, Brock Hales over for a strike. Brock Hale steps back in. Ball pitch popped up. Should be playable. Third baseman coming in. Shear over near the Cougar dugout, and he overruns it. He overran that ball, and it uh, landed behind him. So they're going to go hit air there. So a hit for Noah Hill. And then the air on the throw scored the runner. So Noah does not get an RBI, but does pick up a single. Cougars eighth hit. Of the Cougars. That is the fourth error on LMU in the ball game. And Brock Hale steps back in. Here's the 0-2. That's outside for ball one. So Noah Hill with a little swing and bunt right there. Shear made a great play on the bare hand. And they go hit and error as Jelic scored all the way from second base. Ball didn't get too far away from Escara, but uh, Jelic with his tremendous speed was able to score easily. That pitch is in the dirt for a ball. And, it, boy, what a job by you there. He's so good back took there. Took a ball, about landed about eight feet in front of the plate and just took it right off the chest protector, kept it in front of him, and Hill had no chance to advance. Cougars with two in the second, four in the fifth, one in the sixth, one more here in the eighth. And Finkelberg's pitch is popped up again. This one out of play. Finklenberg, as we had mentioned, uh, his ninth appearance. He has started three games for LMU. Only thrown 10 innings and given up uh, 11 hits, 10 runs. As Brock Hale... With one hit tonight. That came all the way back in the first inning. He's also grounded out, been hit by a pitch. He scored a run in the fifth and then was on by way of an error in the sixth inning. And that one scored another run. That was an error on the 
on the uh, second baseman on a throw to first. Pitch again in the dirt, ball three, three and two. Well, Noah's taking off here. Three balls, two strikes, two men out. Hill will be moving on the pitch. And Finklenberg from the stretch, the big six foot eight lefty, pitches way inside to Brock Hill for a walk, and that will bring McIntyre to the plate. Cougars with runners at first and second. They've uh, scored another unearned run here in the eighth. BYU has really not been that great offensively here tonight, but they've taken advantage of, they've had base runners when the errors have been made. Yes, yes they have. (laughs) Game three tomorrow, two o'clock Utah time, one o'clock here on the Pacific Coast. Pitch to McIntyre is down low, and boy, Finklenberg, a lot of his, most of his pitches have been in the dirt. Cooper, you are really working there behind the plate. Mitch has got one hit. That was in the third inning, a single. He's one for four today. And Finklenberg with the 1-0 pitch to McIntyre. Ball hit hard. First baseman gloves it. He'll step on the bag for the out. Cougars got one run on two hits. There was an error. Two runners left. We're through seven and a half. 8-3 Cougars leading LMU on your new skin, BYU Radio Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Go to the bottom of the eighth. Cougars up 8-3 to three over LMU here. LMU game, uh, one game one of this series. Uh, last night, 5-1. Cougars are up here big with a five-run lead as we go to the bottom of the eighth, and Trevin Escara steps in. Cougars have really limited him. He's 0 for 7 in the series. This is their big offensive weapon in this uh, Lion lineup. And here is uh, Reed McLaughlin's first pitch. Ball fouled off for strike one. Well, now that you've heated him up, you know, with a five-run lead, that's not the really the normal position that you'd want to leave McLaughlin in. Yeah, you'd if you hate saving for tomorrow, but really you got to – I think you got to write him out here. Yeah, you do. You, you can't afford to to lose a game here now that he's throwing, and you have to throw him in this situation. Here's the pitch. Is up high. One ball and one strike on deck is uh, Tommy Delgado and then Steven Chavez. Here's... McLaughlin from the stretch, and that's down low for ball two. We talked about uh, Easton Walker, Reed McLaughlin, just outstanding years for the Cougars. And also Justin Sterner, tomorrow's starter, eight wins this year for BYU, three losses. Swing and a miss, and he's just got better as the year has gone on. Outstanding his last two starts. Shut out Washington two weeks ago. Had a great outing against uh, Pacific last Saturday. Yeah, his last two have been his best. Beat Pacific five to nothing. After shutting out Washington through seven, I think he went seven and a third up there in Seattle. Two balls, two strikes to count to Ascara. He's grounded out, flown out, and lined out in the ballgame. Swing and a miss. And Ascara goes down for out number one. You can see he's, uh, you throw him a ball off the plate a little bit, and he'll go after it, especially with two strikes. He's not afraid to strike out, Brent. Not afraid to strike out. He's big time. He swings at everything. Tommy Delgado now steps in. He is uh, 0 for 2. He walked in the fourth. He scored one of the three runs for 
LMU in the first pitch over for a call strike. Owen won the count. And the pitch, Delgado fouls that pitch off. A little tardy on that swing. McLaughlin's got that kind of that whipping action, kind of throws across his body. Really tough to pick the ball up off his hand, as we've been told by opponents that have faced him. Yeah, it's just tough. He just hides it so well. Pitch is up high for a ball. And Brent, I think as his career gets going, he's going to get better and better because this year he just pretty much relies on that fastball command, inside and outside fastball, throws a slider once in a while. But once he starts getting a, a, a second and third really good pitch, which, he, which I know he can, it's going to be really good. One-two pitch just missed outside. And the count evens up at uh, two and two. Cougars adjusted their lineup, brought uh, Brian Sue over to third base defensively. Matthews got the start at second base. There's a ball hit right at Clough. Uh, Jackson's up with it, and he will throw to first for the out. I'll trust your word for it because I have no idea. Can't see the first baseman. <laughs> just listen. Just, I'm just listen, listen to me. I'm just today. I'm just. You've oh, been listening to me for years. You you're know, right. So you're, you're so true. <laughs> That's why a few years ago when I started doing this with you, I was so excited because I had listened to you for a long time. <laughs> Steven Chavez steps in. He's 0 for 3. Ground out, fly out, and a strikeout. Two men down here in the eighth, and the first pitch to Chavez is over for a strike. And Brent, I'm just like so impressed how many years you've done this. I can't believe that. It's unbelievable. I can't believe it either. What are we at, 49 years now? <laughs> <laughs> Take a 20 off that, and that's uh, right where you'll that's be. That's unbelievable. That is true dedication to the craft right there. Chavez steps out. You've seen a lot of BYU baseball oh, and have. a lot of craziness. You know, I, I, I've got to believe I've seen more BYU games than anybody. I, 29 yeah. years. I tell you what, some of the stories you tell me about some of the ballparks and the tarps that you're under and rain coming down and knocking water all over your equipment, just unbelievable. Pitch is fouled off 0-2. Yeah, a lot of good memories, a lot of, uh, most of them really good memories. And, How? and most of them are great memories about the kids that have played at BYU and, and great kids. That's the thing that's the best for me. Like, I'm watching the game with you, calling it with you, and then I see all these alumni come up on the road and they see you and you call their games and it's a big hug and it's it's awesome to see. Here's the 0-2. That's outside. I mean, you and Ralph, you guys were BYU baseball for a long time. How was the setup before Miller Park was built? Were you out just on a, a table? Yeah, or? I, had a, I had a little picnic table right behind the fence, okay. behind home plate. Oh, so like a cow. Battling right? the elements every game. Unbelievable. But except at Cal, it got down to 35 degrees at times. You oh, know? my goodness. That was uh, that was a struggle. There's a ball hit just past Matthews. So a two-out single by Chavez. Yeah, those were the days when you had to tape everything down and maybe bring an umbrella every once in a while or wear a big rain slicker if uh, you got in some bad weather. So they didn't even have, like, an awning for no. you? Oh, wow. No, no, no wow. roof at all. Wow. 23, I think, is going to come in and pinch hit. Yeah, That's like Ryan it. Kawano. He's an infielder. He's got him listed at 5'5", 145 out of a San Diego. This kid towers over Oyama. Yes. So he will step in. Juano hitting an even 200. He started eight games, has 35 at-bats. And he is hitting for Alex Lambeau. And here is McIntyre's first pitch, and that is on the outside corner for a call strike one. LMU won the first one 5-1. Cougars up here, 8-3 as we play the bottom of the eighth inning. Two men are out. 
And here is McLaughlin's pitch fouled off. No balls, two strikes. You know, I go to baseball games now that I'm not broadcasting, you know, a high school game or a pro game, and I find myself it's really hard not to think about what you yeah. would be saying yeah, broadcasting the game. the game. Yeah, oh, I bet. Even my grandkids' game, I'll go to some of theirs. Man, it's just hard to sit there and not think about what what's happening. Pitches outside, one and two. That's how I feel in uh, basketball officiating because I've, I've done that for a few years now. That every time I go to a game for enjoyment, I can't watch the game the same anymore. I have to watch it from an official's perspective. You're watching it. You're watching yeah. the referees, yeah. their position, All, where they're at, their angles, everything. Good call, bad call. Can't stop doing it. One two pitch, ground ball, foul down the third baseline. We haven't had Sue make a play yet at no, third. We have not. Right? The he Sue hasn't experience. Had to make a throw. Yeah. All we need to do is get him to shortstop sometime this year, and he'll play the whole infield. I actually asked him today. I said, "Hey, Sue, do you think you could pitch?" He was like, "Oh, I'm filthy from underneath that that sidearm sinker I throw. It's about 85, and it's got all this movement. I'm just like, oh my goodness, you can do it all, can't I'll, you? I'll bet he does. Yeah. But that thing does have some movement. I was like, I want to see that pitch. One ball, two strikes. Two men out. Chavez at first base. And McLaughlin rocks and fires and strikes him out. That'll do it for LMU in the inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. We're through eight complete. 8-3 Cougars leading the Lions on your new skin BYU radio network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Go to the ninth inning. And uh, Jackson Clough will lead it off against Mark Finkelberg. Piotrowski is the new second baseman, number 33 for LMU. And big slow curveball in. We've talked about the scoreboard out there. Just like at Fenway, it's a it's a manual scoreboard where you, you put the numbers up, you put the errors up, you put the runs up. And Steven Esparza here and... There's a fly ball left fielder, Oyama, is there, and he will make the catch for the out. Anyway, I've asked them, if I come back, would they allow me to go out and run that scoreboard for a game? I think that would be the coolest thing ever. I think it would be fun for maybe an inning or two. They've got a little uh, walkie-talkie here. I don't even think I need the walkie-talkie. If I'm watching the game, I can can do it. Yeah, I've got the commitment. That's awesome. I've got to make my way back down here somehow. See if we can figure that out around a Cougar game. First pitch, maybe tomorrow. You could do the call. <laughs> hey, you know what? I don't think the listeners <laughs> want that, Brent. Yeah, maybe we can find somebody. Pitch to Austin Deming is uh, ball one. I tried to get out of this one tonight with my obstructive view. <laughs> you did, but and I you, said no. You didn't let me do it. I told you it'd be good luck. You only yeah, see half right. the field. We're better. <laughs> you're right. We're a better team. You're right. And the second baseman and first baseman, I talked right through. I talked to all of them. I said, "Hey, if Tucker can't see us, we're we're better. We're, it's we going to work." And, and all the action happened down there today. <laughs> and look what's going on. Here's the two ball pitch. In fact, we might want to lobby to be back in the same position tomorrow. Ball's popped up. Shortstop uh, Sogard calling everybody off. He makes the catch for the out. So Deming will finish 0 for 4 today. And Ryan Sapiti will step in looking for his first hit. He's 0 for 3 with a pair of strikeouts. LMU, that hits Cougars 9-8. Cougars lead 8-3 on the scoreboard as Sapiti swings and misses for a strike. A good fastball running away. Cougars three outs away from their 30th win of the year. That is quite an accomplishment, and they just got to keep uh, win eight, ten more games. I think if they do that, I think they would be hard-pressed not to be included as even in that large berth in the tournament. Yeah, I mean, counting today's... I hate to say that, but yeah. I, I got to believe it. Yeah, counting, counting today's game, it's ten games left, right? That's right. Yep. 
Pitch is down low for a ball. That's correct. Nine left after today. Cougars will uh, play Loyola Morris San Diego State on Monday night. San Francisco at home for three. Sapiti with a base hit to left. So Ryan picks up his first hit. His first college hit right there. That's awesome. Good for you, Ryan. We have seen that happen. It's really interesting this year with uh, usually the long ball. You know, Sapiti with uh, uh, who's our kid that hit it out at UVU. So Sapiti's first hit, and Jelilich will step in. I love seeing the anyway, dugout. Peterson's big grand slam yep. was his first base hit. Calls for first hit. Calls yep. first base hit was a three-run shot at UVU, and now Sapiti he broke the with streak. a single here in the he, ninth. He yeah. broke the freshman streak for us. Didn't go deep. <laughs> and now Jelilich steps in. He's got he's two for four. And you look around, and, and Jelilich is almost hitting 300. Quick throw down, and they are going to mm. throw him out as the pinch runner for the Cougars uh, gets thrown out. That was uh, Jaron Hall, I believe. Yes, he came in to pinch run. We're through eight and a half, eight three Cougars leading LMU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. We'll go to the bottom of the ninth inning. Dylan Hirsch will lead it off. So, Jaron Hall went in to run for Sapiti. Yes, so he was in the game. So he was in the DHL, yeah. Zach Peterson now comes in for Deming. He'll go to third. Sue will move from third to first. And those are the changes for the Cougars as McLaughlin continues to throw. Dylan Hirsch, uh, two for three in the ballgame. And the first pitch is outside, ball one. That pitch is a little bit inside. 2-0 the count. pitches outside ball three. Three oh that's a little bit inside so Hirsch walks on four pitches here in the ninth and uh, Cooper Ewell will be the hitter. Looks like we're gonna have a pinch hitter for Ewell number three. Two number two number two number two Ethan Patrick Freshman out of Pasadena, California, not too far from here. 5'8", 170. So Patrick will step in with a runner at first base and Mitch McIntyre on the hill. And the first pitch is over for a call strike. Top of the order, Nick Sogard due up next. Eight runs, nine hits for the Cougars, no errors. LMU with three runs, nine hits, four errors. And here is the 0-1 pitch. That ball's lined just foul down the left field side. Tuckett Slade's going to leave us now as he's got some other duties and responsibilities. Tuck, appreciate it. Oh, and two the count. Here's the oh, two. 
Ball fouled out of play again. So Patrick, the freshman, trying to keep the inning going here for LMU. He's had 57 at-bats. 12 hits, has five RBIs. And here's the 0-2 pitch. That ball's hit down to Zach Peterson at third. He's on to second for one. The return to first, not in time. So they get the lead runner at second base. Uh, Zach had a little hard time getting the ball out of his glove, as did uh, second baseman Carson Matthews. But they get the lead runner, two men, or one man out, top of the order. Sogard steps in. Nick Sogard wearing number seven on the back of the jersey. He's two for four today, very good player. Came into the game hitting at 318 in the first pitch outside ball one. Sogard grounded out to the shortstop Clough in the first, single in a run in the third, flew out to Brock Hale in the fourth, and singled in the seventh inning. And here's the pitch. That's uh, on the inside corner for call strike one. Tomorrow, 1 o'clock here, Pacific time, 2 o'clock back in Provo. Cougars and LMU will finish this three-game set. Then Monday night, same time, it'll be a 6 o'clock Pacific start, 7 o'clock in Utah from San Diego State, Tony Gwynn Stadium. That game has been changed from Lake Elsinore to San Diego. And the 1-1 pitch over for call strike two. One and two, we're at Page Stadium, home of the LMU Lions. Home to the famous Blue Monster, Nikos Blue Monster wall. Wall 37 feet high, 130 feet wide. And you got to hit it over that wall to get a home run to left. So far in the series, no one's gone that way. There has been one home run in this series, and that was by Brandon Shearer, who homered in the first inning tonight. It's his first home run of the year off of uh, Easton Walker. But Laughlin trying to finish this one off. Here's the 2-2 pitch to Sogard. Fly ball should be an easy play for McIntyre and left over a couple of steps. He's there, makes the catch for out number two. I'd like to thank the LMU staff for their taking care of us here during the series. Steven Esparza, the SID, and also Emily Harmon here running the board. Two men out, and Oyama steps in. Cooper's one out away from win number 30 of the year. And the first pitch up high, ball one. One ball, no strikes, two men out. Runner at first base, good change up. Catches the outside corner. Boy, very pleasant evening here at LMU. Normally a little cooler than this, this close to the, the coast, but very balmy conditions here in the ballpark. Great night for a baseball game. That pitches up a little bit high. Two and one the count. We'll have a post-game report after the ball game. Have Coach Littlewood and possibly a player up here. And here's the pitch. That's over for a strike. Cougars have scored six unearned runs in this ball game. As LMU, kind of like the Cougars last night, 
kick the ball around. LMU just uh, couldn't get it done defensively. And it has cost them a ball game, much like the did BYU last night. 2-2 pitch. That's up high for ball three. Coach Gill, I'm sure, is frustrated with tonight's performance as Coach Littlewood last night for BYU. LMU uh, had won the last four against these two teams, and the Cougars break through here down on the LMU home field. There's a line drive base hit into the left center field alley. One run, I think, is going to score. They're going to bring him, and he will score. And 8-4 to four now the score on the Oyama double. Oyama's third hit of the ball game. Tells you there's a place in baseball for the little man, 5'2". 150 pounds, Oyama drives the ball in the left center field gap, and Brandon Shearer now will come to the plate. 8-4 now the score. Shear homered in the first, flew out in the third, struck out in the fifth, and grounded into a double play in the seventh. And here is Reed McLaughlin's first pitch, and that is a little bit outside for ball one. One ball, no strikes. And McLaughlin, next pitch, that's over knee high for a strike. Good crowd in the ballpark tonight. One of the larger crowds I've seen at an LMU ball game. Good contingent of Cougar fans here, parents and fans from Southern California. Don't forget game three tomorrow here on your BYU New Skin BYU Radio Network. Winner of that will win the series. Ball fouled out of play. One ball, two strikes to Shear. Escara is on deck. As Shearer steps back in, left-handed hitter. And here is the one-two pitch from McLaughlin. Ball hit into left field. Base hit Oyama around third base. He's going to try to score. Here comes the throw, and he is safe. Eight to five now to score. As Shear singles. And that will bring to the plate uh, Escara. Mascara 0 for 4 tonight, 0 for 4 last night. Struck out three times last night, once tonight. And McLaughlin being extended a little bit here. With two men out in the ninth. 8 to 5 now the score. And Escara with the 14 home run steps in and the first pitch up high, ball one. Cougars with Inouye in the pen starting to stretch and throw a little bit. Blake threw to two hitters last night. Got two ground balls and those were the two errors that the Cougars had. That cost them the ball game. So LMU with a rally here in the bottom of the ninth. The first two guys. A walk, a fielder's choice. An out and then a double and a single. Have scored two. And here is Reed McLaughlin with the pitch. That's up high for ball two. 
Boy, you don't want to put him on. Then the potential tying run comes to the plate. And Tommy Delgado. Here's McLaughlin with a 2-0, and that is over for a strike. Cougars have Drew Zimmerman also within a way down throwing. Behind the dugout down the third base side. And the pitch. Ball fouled off. Two balls, two strikes. To Ascara. Well, Scarra will step back in. Two balls, two strikes. Runner at first base. And here is McLaughlin with the pitch. Outside, ball three. Wind kicking up just a little bit, blowing out toward left field. And the pitch popped up, foul, out of play. Again, three and two the count, two men out. Scarra steps back in. And here is McLaughlin's pitch. Ball fouled off again. This one down the into the dugout of LMU. Dugouts here do not have any kind of protection. Most dugouts now have a little fence in front. Some have a fence that go all the way up to the ceiling of the dugout, but here they're just wide open. And they are close to home play. You've got to be awake when you're in that dugout watching a baseball game. Good example right there of a line shot hit into the dugout. Here's the 3-2. Ball fouled off again. Mascara hanging tough with two out here in the bottom of the ninth. Eight-five the score. Cougars. Have allowed two runs here in the bottom of the ninth to LMU and uh, Laughlin trying to finish this one off. And here is Reed's 3-2 pitch. Ball hit up the middle, base hit. Runner will move to third base on the single. And runners at the corners now. And the potential tying run to the plate in Delgado. Oh, they are going to pinch hit for Delgado. 14 is Ryan Ruley, a senior outfielder out of Livermore, California. And that's going to be it. Mike Littlewood out of the dugout. And Blake Inouye into the ballgame for the Cougars. We'll send it back for a 90-second break. Be back with more Cougar Baseball action right after this. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Ryan Rui is going to come in and pinch hit. Runners at the corners as LMU staging a comeback here. Bottom of the ninth. Rui a 173 hitters at 52 at-bats on the year. As he steps in against Blake Inouye, who takes over on the hill for the Cougars. So, McLaughlin unable to get the save, but uh, 
Blake Inouye will have the opportunity for the save, and the first pitch is up high, ball one. Ryan Rui on the year. As we mentioned, 52 at-bats. No home runs, five RBIs. He is the potential game-tying run at home plate. And here's the pitch. Fouled out of play. One and one to count. Well, what uh, was looking like an easy win for the Cougars turned into a bit of a nail-biter here. Anyway, working on his first career save here, which is really kind of hard to believe. That ball hit pretty well. Jelich going back. He is there, and he will make the catch for the out, and the Cougars finally put this one away after some tense moments here in Los Angeles. Cougars win 8-5 to five and even the series up at 1-1. We'll be back with a postgame report right after this on your new skin, BYU Radio Network. 